This is Neon Cauldron with Elise Osborne. Cassandra Seckler, hello. Hi. Um, this is Neon Cauldron, and um, if the people boiling in the pot could say hello back, I'm sure they would, but they can't. Um, so it's just the two of us, me, Elise Osborne, you, Cassandra Seckler. <laughs> Okay, um, how's that for an introduction? Uh, Cassandra is an artist and a filmmaker in San Francisco and recently put out a project called Elliot and um, is working on a project called Tearful Surrender and also has a film circulating um, called Lovesick. So I would describe your style as uh, independent, very nostalgic, tech noir with like feminist undertones and then also, there's a there's a a lot of philosophical stuff going on with the soul on the internet or the second self in um, technology as an extension of the human uh, modality. I guess I'd say that's a perfect introduction. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so <laughs> um, Cassandra, um, you've been interested in film for a pretty long time. And um, what made uh, this, what made you into the filmmaker you are today? Like, so there's a lot of, uh, it looks like there's definitely a lot of aesthetic influence. And um, to me, it seems like there's so much nostalgia feeling, like when I'm watching, um, just even the way that you promote it and all the stuff, it feels like it's the future from another time zone or something. Does that make sense? Yeah, it sounds magical. And I definitely come from a place of um, many influences. It's almost like I could go into a therapy session about why I'm a filmmaker, artist in general, but I feel like a lot of my inspirations and motivations for making film specifically come from when I was a kid and even being curious about watching films that weren't necessarily for my age group uh, that my father would be watching, you know, like uh, Universal Pictures or Hammer Horror Films, uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, very classical like horror themes, but I'd want to watch them. And my dad would let me watch Elvira and let me watch Freddy's Nightmares, which was like the popular, I, I don't think it was very long lived, but the Freddy Krueger show that was about the back. What? <laughs> yeah, like back in, oh God, was that the 80s? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, was- I feel like your work does have like a very 80s <laughs> feel, but it's funny because it's like 80s version of the future, which is now, but it's also beyond now. It's like an extra dimensional now, you know? I, it, it's so true. So it's like I have these, uh, you know, growing inspirations and always loving movies and wanting, and I wanted to, um, I think in high school after, you know, being in love with every type of art medium possible, like, oh God, you can make art with computers, you can make art with paint, you can make drawings. I wanted to, you know, just learn as much as possible. And I feel like since high school and just knowing that I wanted to do something photography based. And, uh, you know, going from wanting to be a cinematographer to a makeup artist and having a lot of it be self-taught and my inspirations coming from, um, you know, 80s films that were sci-fi and horror films specifically for the most part, some 70s, some 90s, but mainly 80s because that's what I grew up on. Um, But being very critical of society and fear of like what 
technology will turn us into and how it could potentially destroy ourselves. And, you know, watching the Terminator, for example, um, and Terminator 2 with my family and the part where it's basically like uh, that whole nuclear war fear that was really apparent in the 80s and people fearing like, oh, God, like, you know, we could all die. What would happen? We're going to destroy ourselves like humanity you know, all these things. And I still feel that way. And I grew up and I was watching movies like Testament and, you know, these films about nuclear war and my mom and me asking my mom like, oh, is this, this is real? Like this could happen. And my mom was like, yeah, this could very well happen in your lifetime. And hearing this when you're like six, seven years old is like, oh, good. Okay. I have a lot to look forward to. I'll be prepared. (laughs) And like, Macabre. Um, so I think that this is also interesting, like the the fascination with horror films, and there's so many different kinds of horror. Like, like tech noir is definitely a genre. I would I would say that you're aligning with. Yes. But then, um, I mean, a lot of the other horror movies are like, "Your house is too big," or like, <laughs> "Don't go to the woods." You know, those are the two ones that are the most popular of horror genre. <laughs> Um, but I think really like horror movies are my favorite genre and I think that it's such a popular one because everyone knows they're gonna die and it's scary and then you watch these scare films because it helps you feel like you have your bearings a little bit more you know I I think it helps prepare us for things that freak us the fuck out so we all are handling these inevitable realities in a way almost like a like a little bit of poison every day like helps our immunity or something i i feel like a lot of i mean in all kinds of genres or therapy for people depending on what they're into but horror specifically i feel like it helps a lot of people deal with um various fears and what scares us and you know in watching a little you know more um commercial films you know where it's just like oh i know what i should do to survive these people what are they doing it's fun to kind of have predictable horror films that have um you know that follow this pattern that you know you're you're used to and and there's blood and it's visceral and all of these things and and they're just fun at the end of the day as well but then it's also fun to watch films by like john carpenter that do have like undertones that are about like the apocalypse and just society and like they live is one of my favorites and um yeah it's just so good it never gets old for me um but you know it's just so many avenues that you can explore and I could go on and on about why it's my favorite genre but does anybody (laughs) ever look at your work and go what happened to you oh god all the time (laughs) who hurt you (laughs) and some of my films actually are um I I've been interviewed and by some people and specifically they'll bring up a film where it is very psychoanalytical for me and um, dealing with uh, personal issues where I'm like, well, uh, it's one of those films where I don't necessarily want to discuss what it's actually about. Um, I've had f- some friends like uh, a film specifically Lovey and I won't go into it, but you know, it's about like sexual assault. And, uh, but if you were to read the artist statement and it's definitely an art piece and really like uh, more psychological horror. And it's like, 
I won't talk about what it's, you know, about for me personally, but I've had friends be like, do you need a hug after they've seen it? Like, it's oh my gosh. and I'm like, you're yeah, like please do. don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> um, I, I think that there's something, there's this great value in the transcendence of a nightmare. You know, a, a nightmare, part of it isn't even just a scenario. It's the aloneness, you know? Yeah. So um, I think to somehow cross over the prism of like subconscious trauma and aloneness and and figure out how to make a portrait of it and make it a part of the collective consciousness by making it into an object and that people can see I think that that is sort of magic and I think another attraction to watching horror is like we want to see other people's nightmares because I think there's a secret angel in it like yeah consciousness and being seen uh, like Kuan Yin, like it's like to see and observe other people's pain, to be observed in our terror is sort of a medicine in a weird way. And I, I, I love that. I love seeing, um, I'm definitely inspired by my own nightmares and wanting to like get those things out on whether it be paper or, you know, film, video, and having people be able to relate to it or, you know, it speaks to them. And seeing other fears where you're like, oh, I, I can associate with that. And, uh, you know, like, I feel like more like I have power over my own, like future or past, even like, even if something has happened to you that wasn't so great, that, you know, you're alive today, you have a tomorrow, hopefully, and, you know, to whatever you have to say in your this life to try to say and to speak to other people and hopefully improve your own like being and other people's beings with like just being able to communicate you know a, a expression of an idea or feeling that other people can you know just enjoy whether it entertain them or make them feel something um like that for me I kind of like I'm droning on but as a filmmaker it's like that's really what all I strive to do is affect someone emotionally with my work and um yeah nightmares and honestly when I have nightmares I'm sometimes I'm like am I in somebody else's dream or am I in mine is someone else it could be this? I, I'm always like thinking about that <laughs> well I think that's I, I I love that because a lot of the things that you're exploring are sort of these um like extra dimensions is what I keep thinking of like uh extra dimensions and I mean it's boring if we come across someone who's like that's not real or what <laughs> you know you're just like what up shut up like what are you talking about <laughs> like what's what's reality if not in our mind like um so just dream consciousness and being hypnotized by someone's film project all this stuff is like all in the realm of possibility and I think that exploring and finding some heart in strange cold and desperate places that's um it's really magic so would you tell me a little bit more about elliot which was um is sort of about the second self and the self in the in technology and the internet yeah definitely it's uh very much a film about what uh craig and i and craig jacobson is my my film partner and uh we're you know, Dreams for Dead Cats, and that's our production name, and we work on all kinds of short films, and we worked on Elliot together, and it's this culmination of thoughts about what creating a second self online 
does to your identity and how it affects those around you for the better or worse. And it's very dystopian and takes place in like this alternate cyber universe. And it's giving away too much because it's not your typical like blockbuster uh, sci-fi film. It's definitely not James Cameron's like, you know, aliens or anything, Uh, but it explores like this downward spiral that we feel we're taking as a society relying so much on a second reality to entertain ourselves and stimulate ourselves and um, meet people for romantic purposes and friendships and just how we're affecting each other's lives more so negatively and through objectification and, you know, kind of destroying our true identities and being ourselves. And uh, it raises the question for us when we hope other people think, you know, like, at core at the end of the day besides your day job how you feel about yourself how you treat other people in person versus online like what you're becoming and who who are you and can yeah. you ask that question and we we just hope it raises questions more so more than answers for people to analyze what are you doing online and how are you are you hurting people are you making their lives better it's just you know there's so many things to think about with cyber identity well i think we're we're technically like really cyber cavemen i mm-hmm. mean we just we just entered the zone um i mean like within our lifetime we've seen uh <laughs> <laughs> that we were not plugged in and talking you know we've yeah. seen that happen um so i mean i'm not that fucking old so i imagine <laughs> that what's happening right now it's it's really like the very beginning and we still are learning how it affects us and you know it it, it is like caveman like the way that people troll or talk to strangers you know it's like very uh primordial like fuck you fuck me (laughs) you know it's very like gross and caveman like um yeah there's a lot of like baby uh there's a lot of undeveloped <laughs> um inner self which is great i mean i feel like anytime um we enter something that's sort of uh transcendent uh like sexuality and the internet let's say or whatever like we we find our least developed self just hanging out being like oh what what am i supposed to do oh uh, you know like we <laughs> we don't know so i hope that we keep evolving and i mean people talk all the time about like how dangerous it is to be on social media and all this but it's like <laughs> i mean we're out there we're we're already doing it so yeah life's scary whatever <laughs> we're all idiots it's going to be okay if we make it okay I mean, just band together. Don't be a lemming, but that's always what I picture. It's like that lemmings game of just like, do, 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 jump off the cliff, follow, jump off the cliff. Um, you know, I, I don't want us to go there, but it's just like sticking together. And there are like using the internet. And it's so weird, like going from being a kid learning computers in school and like, oh, you can paint on the computer. And then seeing where like we are now with, you can do this with the internet. You can take over the world. 
and it, it's just with singularity and the idea of just you know coming to the this point so quickly and then where will the crash be you know only the cock well i mean this left. is this is the pendulum of human society you know we we rise and we come together and then we uh rescind our harmony and become very cagey and weird to each other yeah. and this it's just what we, whatever, wherever we go, <laughs> we're going to be, uh, we're going to have these, um, the waxing and waning of like coming together and falling away. I think things should be interesting. That's for sure. And that's the beauty of being an artist <laughs> is uh, trying to explore feelings about this. And, um... Oh yes, art. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was, I, I was, we were, I was saying to you before the call, um, about how I believe art is magic um, because it takes, it takes a sort of, uh, well, it's, it's, it's a creative mind. So you're literally taking nothingness or a void and suddenly you have an idea and it's just inside of you and then figuring out how to bring that into the world is like, takes so much steps, especially in filmmaking where it's like prop making, getting all these people together, which is, really intense magic hurting cats and financing like all these things are different forms of manifestation that are pretty heavy you know and it's all for for an illusion at the end of the day you know yeah something that um and craig and i joke about it all all the time we're like we're always fascinated when you know people actually watch one of our films and they really get it and they're people we've never met and you know and we're like, wow, someone saw this and it, it made sense to them and it made their day better or worse. Maybe they, a lot of people are depressed when they see Elliot, which <laughs> is beautiful. I think it's beautiful that we're depressing people. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, it, it is nice to see things come together and it, it's a hard, it's a hard life because we probably won't be noticed until after we're dead. But um that's one can only hope, you know, to avoid the scandals, a, right? A, a real book, a printed book. That would be my goal, actually. Uh, when I die, can I actually be in a printed book, not an online Kindle thing? Put it on your notes. <laughs> yeah. For last requests. Um, so <laughs> what was the last film that made you feel like that? see i try so hard to actually i make an effort to watch newer films and things and i watched a movie called the ritual and yeah. I, I actually thought it was and for the life of me i because it's so random to be asked the question i'm like oh crap i can't remember who the director was but um, okay it's a fairly everyone has google google the ritual i'm pretty sure google the ritual 16 or something but i thought it was a really unique take on like folklore and being haunted by your own mistakes yeah uh, and ptsd and it, it's a beautiful movie I, have you seen it yes i have yeah i really enjoyed it um and a lot of modern horror films i personally I get really bored with or you know like I'm just not interested in the characters and I just really really loved the characters and their relationships and um the takeaway that I took had from it was uh you know very personal and so I thought wow I wasn't told exactly how to feel during this film it was 
spooky and I actually kind of cried a little bit. I cried a lot of things. I'm emotional, but I don't cry a lot of horror films. And I thought, wow, that's really cool that this movie actually made me feel sad, scared at the same time. Um, So yeah, that was like the most recent horror film that made me feel, you know, like just something, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think that, I think another attraction to the horror films is it, um, it has like direct correspondence with our subconscious shadow self and it is able to use aesthetics to draw us into a part of ourselves that maybe we're not really in Congress with in, you know, in the normal everyday. And maybe, maybe that's why it's my favorite genre. It's like, I can relate to some guy staring at a ceiling in a dark room for 45 minutes like I'm like oh I feel at home yeah. with this you know like it makes sense I think to the me. beautiful thing to actually um, be able to relate to is the dark side of humanity I've definitely met people in my life where I've said something not off color but just kind of like that made me maybe sound like a freak or depressed and they were like oh you're weird and it was like no you're weird because you can't get down with your own sickness like I it's okay to like actually visit your dark side and be like wow there are times where I am feeling really homicidal or suicidal and but to admit that and be able to like actually relate to like our inner demons and the outer demons that are facing us every day you know in politics and all over to actually just be able to confront those things and to turn them into art it's like no I love that and uh, the horror genre definitely is one where it subversively can connect with us about those things, but not so in a way that's boring. You know, it's like can can be in a more intellectual and philosophical way. That sounds like you, I mean, you've definitely found your quest on Earth, you know, in this time and place. I hope so. <laughs> and uh, it seems like you're on, you're hot on the trail, like you're <laughs> figuring it out. And you're, um, I mean, this is also, you're fairly young and you've created these these really cool, interesting works. And I think you're going to just continue making more compelling um, works as you, as you go, you know, you're already developing it and you're going to make more interesting things. So can't wait to see all the things. That Thank you. you. Yeah, it's definitely my goal to just um, keep creating what is it? Um, I don't know if it was actually Bukowski who said it or somebody else, but like, find what you love and let it kill you. Oh, that was someone else. else but Bukowski, I like <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. I don't know. I don't know nothing. I don't know everything he said. Somebody, He's not my bestie. Somebody said this. <laughs> but I will, I will trade you that for this, which Dolly Parton mm. had said, which okay. is find out who you are and Fuck do it on yeah. purpose. We can all get down with yeah, Dolly. I can. Um, <laughs> so, if somebody wants to find you in your work, where do they go? Um, the best place would be uh, dreamsfordeadcats.com, and that will link to my projects, Craig's projects, anything that we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Sorry. I just had this like weird, <laughs> visceral nightmare memory when you said that. I'm like, Ooh. oh God. I'm like, I- Thought it triggered a um, nightmare memory. That makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah, cool. I mean, I forgot about that. That's that's in the vaults. So you're onto something. Um, 
Well, I am so grateful that you came on to Neon Cauldron and talked tech noir and the beauty of nightmares. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you, Cassandra. Thank you. Yeah. Bye, Neon Cauldron people. Bye. <laughs>